Chris Wendelkin, and this is On The Line, a podcast where I talk to my buddies about all things NBA, Vegas League, trades, the offseason, free agency, the draft, etc., etc. Thanks for tuning in. If you're new to the show, you can tweet at me at OnTheLine underscore pod. I'm on Instagram at OnTheLinePod if that's your thing. You can always email me if you have questions or whatever, fantasy questions, ideas, whatever, whatever, OnTheLinePod at gmail.com. Last, this is super important. Please, if you could rate and review uh, the, the podcast in iTunes, leave me five stars. It really helps the show out a lot, especially as people are looking for new NBA content as the season is approaching. So thanks a lot. All right, coming up, we have part two of the special live from Vegas Summer League podcast special uh, with Nate Williams, Lucas Kavner, and Matt Hobby. Quick word on this one. We are dr- <laughs> we are driving back from the Thomas and Mack Center, headed right back for Los Angeles uh, as we record the pod. It's a, it's a mobile pod. We took the pod on the road. So uh, bear with us if, if there's a little extra ambient noise or whatever, but um, I hope you enjoy it. The boys had a lot of fun. A bunch of laughs. We, we we left it all on the line, as it were. We left it all on the line. So without further ado, here is the pod with Nate Williams, Lucas Kavner, and that happened. All right, boys. We have uh, Lucas Kavner behind the wheel of a Toyota Camry hybrid. Nate Williams. <laughs> Nate Williams in the passenger seat. And Matt Hobby in the back seat here with me. The Garlic Boys. Garlic Boys. Garlic Boys Part 2. We're back. We are live uh, driving home from Las Vegas, Nevada, headed back to Southern California. Boys, how uh, how do we feel about our weekend in Vegas? Oh, it, it got <laughs> us. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say Vegas Vegas won. Vegas won? Vegas got us. Um uh, 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 Lucas, how do you feel about the city of Las Vegas? Just out of curiosity. You know, I do feel like it is our top dystopian yeah. uh, wasteland city. It's the grossest uh, of cities. We were talking earlier about how we sort of waffle back and forth on our opinions of Vegas. I often found myself defending Vegas in the past, but yeah. after this one... I think I'm in the I don't need to return here for a while. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those places you come to once a year. You know, you come here for a little summer league. uh, You gamble, you eat some food, and then you take a nice cold shower and get the heck out. You just got to leave. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. Don't stay. Yeah, boys. So uh, let's talk a a little bit about the games that we saw yesterday. So there was quite the slate, but we saw... Uh, Nate, help me out here. We saw the Knicks and the Hawks. We saw Phoenix, Sacramento. Yeah, and then Chicago, Cleveland. Chicago, Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. But there was a whole, a whole full slate of games. There was Portland was playing uh, Utah. San Antonio was playing Indiana. Miami was playing the Pelicans. OKC played Brooklyn. Detroit played Memphis. Um, Boston played the Nuggets. And then Philly played the Lakers in the evening. So um, anything that popped out to you guys yesterday from the games you saw? Uh, maybe we'll start with the Knicks and the Hawks. I think uh, I feel like the uh, players the Knicks got look pretty good. Yeah. I think their draft picks worked out. I mean, Kevin Knox to me. I mean, as Knox a Knicks, just looked great. As a Knicks fan, I mean, the, the I would say the place felt electric. Fort Knox, yeah. they, he looks very strong, very able-bodied. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, also, there were a lot of Knicks fans in attendance. There were. There, there, it, were. there was a buzz in the air. They travel surprisingly well. There was a buzz in the air. We had our guy, uh, David Futternick, in, in from... Shout out uh, to David. 
Feudernick. Feudernick? Is it Feudernick or Futternick? Feudernick, I believe, yeah. Nobody um, knows. He's an enigma. <laughs> so the Knicks fans really represented, which was a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, there were a lot, of, a lot of exciting guys playing yesterday. Kevin Knox was, I feel like, the big story. Just kind of like a, a high-flying athletic wing. Um, had upward of, like, 22, 24 points. 22 points, yeah. yeah. eight rebounds. He just looked great. Really a, a guy that Knicks fans can feel excited about. Yeah. So uh, he was playing above the rim. It was a lot of fun. And then, of course, Trey Young. Trey Young was playing for the Hawks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you boys saw out of Trey Young feeling optimistic about his chances playing in the league? I thought he pl- I thought he had some nice uh, passing moments. I mean, I think he had 11 assists in the game. Yeah. And oh, that's right. I felt like... Uh, like 21 points and 11 21 assists. points, that's 11 assists. I mean, that's a great yeah. stat it's line. It's a healthy meal. Like 22% in the NBA. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think literally going to go four for 28 multiple times a week. Hey, anytime you can go four for 28 in, 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 a, in a game in a week, you, you sign for it right away. That's right. Yeah. But I did think he, he made some nice, smart passes. I think he's, I think he's aware of, like, everyone's desire to humiliate him yeah mm-hmm. like i think because he went so high in the draft and other players he is such in the this, league like watch me uh be a little like flea that's kind of like bouncing around the court and yeah. shooting from really far away and he's I'm, got like, a this little kind of delicate uh defensive liability yeah you know that you can see like when he gets out on the break guys are like yeah. this is my chance for a chase down block yeah watch no, me get this He's oh, got to just destroy this little, little guy, guy and make yeah. him not want to be a part of the NBA. Definitely has a target on the back. Big target on his back. And I thought he did a nice job of making the right pass, like out on the break, you know, kind of like going up like he's going to shoot, getting those guys to commit, and then dishing off. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like that. I mean, I think the most impressive player on Atlanta was, was John oh, Collins. Oh, man. John Collins. John Collins. He like a Dominant. Stud. Dominant. Uh, put in, I think, something like 30 points grabbing rebounds you know like we were, we were saying in uh part one of this pod uh yesterday you can really tell the difference between the guys who have been in the league a year and are here in vegas for the summer kind of looking to ratchet up and take their game to the next level versus guys who are just trying to make a, a roster as like a yeah. 12th man yeah. and collins is one of those guys who's like i know i not only start in the nba but I'm going to be a really good player, and I'm here to just get my confidence through the roof. Yeah, I'm a centerpiece. Yeah, yeah. man, he looks great. They have they have a piece in that guy, John Collins. Um, yeah, yeah, anything else? Hawks, Knicks, Frank Nielakina. I mean, I feel like the rap on Nielakina continues to be that he's a very passive player. Yeah, he didn't he didn't do it for me watching that. Did he do it for you, uh, Knicks fan back there? No, I mean, I, here's the thing on Frank. I mean, he's just. He doesn't have uh, – he, he's just not an assertive offensive player. His game is at, – at this point is just about, like, facilitating and, and distributing um, and playing lockdown defense, which I guess I saw some of that. But you'd love to see him be a little bit more aggressive. But the, the one thing about Knox is you could see him just commanding the ball from, from Neil Aquina. So, you know – him. Yeah. He got booed at the draft. Does every Knicks pick get Every Knicks player gets booed at the draft. Cuz Porzingis got a boo, right? Porzingis got booed. Hey Nate. Yeah. Uh, when you uh w- when you're picking up sound from Cavs, can you just uh just shove that 
Um, closer, even closer. Yeah, just put space. it put it right in the snout. Okay, yeah, I was trying to be considerate uh, of his driving, but I'm yeah. not. I'm not going to be anymore, Lucas. Really I want clean it. audio on the car crash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> want yeah. clean audio of Lucas screaming. So, I mean, is this the first pod that's been done, like at, in a car, in a car while driving? I mean, uh, yeah. This is. No, in well, in, in, in the history of on-the-line podcasts, this is our first car pod. Yes. First OTL mobile pod. First OTL on the road. and uh, But, yeah, I would say Knox definitely looked, um, to your point, Luke, is like Knox looked really assertive, commanding the ball. And, you know, <laughs> maybe that maybe there'll be a good pairing, Frank, Frank Nielakina and Knox, because Frank isn't always looking for a shot. And, um, you know. I guess that's one of the things that I feel about Frank is I would like to see him – you know, especially in something like summer league, it feels yeah. like he should. Now's like, the time. Now's the time to try to be more dominant. Yeah, like work. Like, if you have just, kinks in your shot, yeah, like work him out now. Wear that cardigan sweater of being a dominant player and see how it feels to you here. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like that, settle in. I, I think of most uh, when I try on anything that's like new for me. I think of it as a cardigan sweater. I like to put it on and see. Oh, does it feel nice and warm and snugly? Do I feel good about this? <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, you know, does this make me want to? Do I want to curl up next to a fire in this role as who I am? Yeah, uh, and that's what I would want for Frank, just because you know, again, like the talent pool is is a much uh, lesser pool here at Summer League. So, like, yeah, if you can't you do it here, if you can't do it here. I'm you're nervous about you doing it. Do it on the pros <laughs> in the Eastern Conference. Right, 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 right. The right. dominant Eastern Conference. Also, I thought uh, Alonzo Trier flashed some uh, some some nice. Oh yeah, I don't know nice who moves. that is. I don't know who that is. I feel like you're looking at your phone and you picked a name. <laughs> is that is that right? <laughs> um, I mean, I am Alonzo looking- Trier. Yeah, Alonzo now, Trier. Well, what I heard about Trier was you graduate from Virginia Tech in 2012. Wait. <laughs> Wrong. No, no. No, no, no. Well, he was, there was a lot of drama about him yes. coming out of college, right? But the, but yes. the, the, the word on the street was he would have gone really high in the draft. He would have gone really high in the draft had he not got wrapped up in the, what was it, Arizona State? Or the the, the FBI scandal. Wasn't, oh, wasn't okay. he wrapped so, no, up I, in I, the I Sean Miller that. stuff? Um, yeah, the other guy for the Knicks is Mitchell Robinson, the second-round draft pick, the big seven-footer. He looked good. He, he looked he, good. He flashed moments. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe the Knicks have – maybe the Knicks finally have some young guys. He missed a couple clutch free throws for this the betting true. line. This is true. He did miss this a couple clutch free throws. Oh, man. What a – Can we talk about that? Some of us had money. Listen, never bet on Summer League, but – Always bet on Summer League. Sometimes you should <laughs> bet on Summer League. <laughs> yeah. So, so I had a four-team parlay. Yeah, very aggressive four-team parlay bet. I had the Knicks parlayed with the Phoenix Suns beating Sacramento, parlayed with uh, Boston beating Denver, and Philly beating the Lakers. And, man, that Knicks game. I, mean, I only put in 10 bucks, <laughs> so, you know, I'm not losing a whole lot here. But um, I lost it, of course, because I had the Knicks winning the game by three and a half points, and they only won by, what, two? two. Or th- or, yeah. Yeah. So... A little bit of a heartbreaker, but I have to say, seeing, seeing Kevin Knox play so well was so much sweeter than the hundred bucks I could have potentially won <laughs> had all my parlays hit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a man who loves the Knicks. I love the Knicks. Yeah. All right, so that's 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 the Knicks and the Hawks. Um, you boys want to talk anything about uh, Phoenix and Sacramento? A lot, a lot of young, fun players here. DeAndre Ayton. Um, See, I was when, when we were watching Ayton, I thought. 
both games that we saw him play, I thought he was looked kind of a busty. I just thought he looked yeah. slow and sort of out of place. Old NBA, old NBA, just like dragging his feet. Not yeah, that impressive. Couldn't seem to get open. And then you look at his stat line; he had like twenty-two points and like yeah, and fourteen rebounds. Again, it's it? like I, I was saying the other day on the pod. When you turn on Sports Center the next day, he's always the guy that they have in the highlights. So there, there's. There's a vested interest in seeing this guy do well, but I kind of agree with you, Lucas. I mean, yesterday he definitely played better than he did on Friday. A lot of his points came after Bagley got like injured. Garbage time. So when he was playing, or, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, like a little bit of garbage time, a little bit of like the backup summer league center for the Kings. I mean, right. Imagine, it's like you should be able to dunk on that guy. Down we are. Yeah, like you should be able to dunk on the backup center for the Kings summer league team. Yeah, you and know they could not feed him the ball. I mean, they could not. Yeah, f- get that post pass. That you might know. be a bigger or as big of an issue as yeah. you know in terms of him looking out of place and out of position. It's just like they don't know how to feed him the ball, and I'm not totally sure he knows where to be. Yeah, getting just fed. But do that too will much get creating. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Devin Booker. You yeah, know, is, is going to be, be a able huge to, upgrade to make you know the. The feed. Hey, uh, Devin Booker, who just got paid, right? Just handsomely, got paid. 158 Devin mil. Devin Booker, a max player. Yes. Is he? Let's talk 100%. this out. Yeah. So, Lucas, it sounds like you're a little pessimistic. I mean, he's great. Yeah. I, you know. What's your feeling? A little one-dimensional. Yeah. He also. I mean, I think he's like, like bottom, tw- like. Like I think his defensive stats, I think he's like bottom thirty in the NBA. I could right. be making that up, but I remember when I was looking at Zach Levine, who is I think like the twentieth worst defensive player in the NBA. It feels like <laughs> uh, he the has the whole NBA. It like feels Devin like Booker's he has there. some Steph Curry vibes in that he is like a prodigious scorer, a volume scorer, score. defensive liability. And uh, probably where he lacks what Steph has is you know Steph has like prolific vision is a great passer i'm not sure that devin booker is necessarily there yet can we talk about this who like uh, there are so few players who can score and play defense right so like the idea that in order for someone to be a max player that they have to be a two-way player i think is a little bit like pie in uh, the sky yeah, yeah, right. Like, like, who are we talking about? Then? Who are at we really least bump t- yourself up like a hundred slots of the defense, like be in the middle of the pack. How about middle of the pack? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to be a great defensive player, but you can't be the worst defensive player. You can't be like hundreds below, you know, Costa Kufos here. You know, <laughs> who was I, in attendance? Who was in attendance yesterday, Costa Kufos. Was he there? Yeah, and I oh. would add... I can't believe I didn't see him. I, I, I want to know what his face I is. I would add that Costa Kufos and David Fudernick have had a beef on Twitter. Um, so I was, I was actually looking forward to those guys finally meeting up face-to-face, talking it out. So apparently David, <laughs> David tweeted... Uh, David tweeted at Costa was like, yo, Costa, like, are you for real? Like, what's with your hairline or something? And Kind of a low blow. I will. Yeah, you pretty know low what I mean. Blow. Kind of a low. A little bit of a low blow. Yeah. And, and Costa comes back at him and is, says something to the effect of, like, David, how are you verified? How are you even verified on Twitter? Like, who are you? <laughs> so, you know. Fair, also fair. A little fun back and forth. I think both, yeah, both both shots, a little bit of a low blow, but, you know, F- Futternick started it, so. 
I would have never imagined that Costa Kufos would know what being verified on Twitter was. Hey, listen, Costa Kufos took the Ohio State Buckeyes to the NIT championship. Listen to this guy. Right, so he is untouchable. He can do his hair any way he wants. Now, NIT what, champion. <laughs> I don't think he has hair to, to, to do, but yes. Back to the Phoenix Suns and to the Sacramento Kings. Anyone else you saw yesterday on either squad that really impressed you? Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson. 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 I think, oh, man, I think he may he be. completely different. Yeah, he's probably one of the most impressive players Physically I saw and this weekend. Yeah. He just, yeah. Uh, let's talk about. When bo- he swatted Bagley. Yeah. He, I mean, it looked Electric. like his chin was at the rim. Yeah. Like, and it was a violent, got, it was like uh, a violent block. It was, yes. Yeah. It was now, he, had that, he had a mask, too, because he got hit in the face. So he sort of looked just sort of menacing. Right. And now he doesn't have his, like, fun haircut yeah and so he just looks like so lucas looks like kevin durant yeah you said his 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 look and his game both look uh totally different so his jump shot wasn't great but he he was just the hair the hair is the hair is trimmed he was wearing a face mask Mm -hmm. um just just a totally different vibe he looks leaner maybe skinnier less puffy yeah Uh, he's got like a leg kick in his jumper that we're working on that i I don't know if that's like intentional if, if like there's some shooting coach who's telling people to sort of like kick like kind of like spread your legs when you jump to yeah. like i don't know like center yourself or whatever but yeah it just a little awkward it just feels like uh it's not helping him now what about bagley and and the kings anything you saw from the kings or bagley that you like i mean, I, I would say that for me marvin bagley the third looked just bigger than i realized i just i didn't realize he's such a large dude yeah um I thought he had some real nice soft touch around the rim. Yeah. That one left-hand putback right. was uh, very nice. I mean, he is a left-handed player, correct? Uh, I believe so. I think. So that's, I think that's his dominant hand. But it was a nice soft putback from, from like, he was kind of on the move. Yep. Coming towards the hoop. Had to kind of reach behind him and, and had, like, a n- really accurate soft touch. I got to say, between the two guys that we saw, Aiton and Bagley... I'm a little nervous that Luka Doncic is going to make a lot of GMs look silly. That they like. Yeah, I, I hope he does. I, I have a feeling in that a lot of ways, but the Kings and the Suns might live to regret not taking Luka. Um, I I would agree with that. I I, I feel like he would have played better than anyone that we saw on the floor. Now, granted, my weed edible had really started <laughs> to kick in during this game. So, so your mind was just racing you know, with all I, sorts of thoughts. I, you know, I was in yeah. other places, but uh, yeah. seeing through that fog, I, I would say that, uh, that yeah, he's probably... Do we need to talk about Jack Cooley real fast? Oh, oh I'd love... Talk about Jack yeah, let's talk Cooley. Uh, uh, what'd you see like, out of Cooley that you like, Lucas? Well, for one thing, he looks... As uh, I mentioned, like a regional like the, sales manager, a regional sales manager at yeah. Bass Pro Shops <laughs> corporate <laughs> office, <laughs> right? Um, right. Just a thick uh, former wrestling physique, yeah. yeah. But ne- also neatly like parted short. hair, yeah. yeah nice, stocky, neatly parted, uh, straight from high school wrestling to coaching high school wrestling, right? Yes. <laughs> just a Greco-Roman a style we wrestling. Do not often yeah. see in yeah. this NBA, right? In, in fact, low I center can't of gravity. Looks like a low center of gravity. Let's give me a height and weight. Let's put him at maybe six four, two hundred, and or maybe six seven, two hundred. No, taller than that. Uh, okay, what six nine? I go six nine two eighty sixty two. 260. 260. Okay. Yeah. So he's roughly LeBron. He's lef- roughly LeBron's 
um, size and weight, but is shaped totally different. Shaped, yeah, um, trunk heavy. He, so here, here's I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. If you had to guess, yeah, where Jack Cooley went to college, I do know this answer. So I'm gonna okay, leave it to the so boys. We'll leave it to the guys in the front. If you had to guess who, where, where Jack Cooley went to college and played basketball, where do you think he went? Uh, I'm going like. Like Mississippi State. Yeah, we're thinking white. Mississippi State. Think Nate. white. I, I, I also know the answer to this question, but I'll tell you what I first thought, and I would have said he was a Purdue boiler. I was maker. thinking like oh, Nebraska. Purdue boiler. Yeah. That's a great. That's a like great Nebraska guess. Just corn like stocky husker. white guys. Yeah, I want to like, wrestle. Yeah. I want to farm in the off season. I want to part my hair. Yeah, and I want to <laughs> look at sales reports. Uh, yeah. Lucas, since you're the only doofus in the car who doesn't know. Uh, he went to University of Notre Dame. Right, which is almost the same, I feel like, yeah. as being yeah. a Purdue I mean, he thing. looks like a giant, fat Kennedy guy. You know what I mean? There is dimensions, his physical dimensions. He is. You guys, you He's guys a perfect were really cube. close. He's yeah. six, he is 6'9 six, and 246. Wow. According to Wikipedia. Wow. And he, he plays. He looks like he put on a little bit. He's a versatile tight end, also plays fullback, yeah. also, also plays, plays power back. forward. Yeah. Also a catcher. Also a catcher. Also a high school, also a high school wrestling coach. The dark sword in the uh, wrestling league in <laughs> local Bloomington, Indiana. A professional bowler. Uh, so Jack played his heart out this weekend, and I gotta say, put. I mean, is I mean Jack outplayed Dragon Bender. I mean, <laughs> Dragon Bender looks like a he oh looks man. lost. Man, oh man, Sloppy. he looks lost. And if the Suns listen to me, if the Suns have any heart. And if they're listening to this pod right now, they will sign Jack Cooley and they will let go Dragon Bender or send him to the G League because Lord knows Jack earned his way onto that team. He deserves a, a spot on the on the big squad. Are we dragging Dragon Bender right now? Jesus. Got a good. Yeah. Yes, All right. I think uh, I think I mean on this Dragon Bender thing, yeah. it is. It feels like at every turn the Suns are just trying to rehabilitate his trade value. He grew and he a continues fourth pick to in the draft. Am I? Am I was was I mistaken? Is he Zero. growing? Did he grow a goatee this summer? This weekend he had like a light peppering of some some mustache facial. He did. Hair, he maybe? had a little. He had yeah. a little stash. A little, a little, little chin pepper. music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying to mix it up. Figure out like a new look, um, but I don't know, man. I'm Boy. not exactly a Dragon Bender believer. Yeah. Um, not a lot to believe in. Should we talk Chicago and Cleveland? Yeah, I'll take the I'll take the lead yeah. on the Chicago. Cleveland oh wait, can ones. we just say also the Suns covered their spread and uh, the Suns nice. covered their spread the and then some, which how much uh, how much money did you make? Destroyed my parlay. That yeah. Um, I I picked the Suns. I bet on the Suns. That was just a straight bet with the the guy sitting next to you, right? No, oh, I also bet the guy sitting next to me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, let's see. I, I took Vegas. $20 from Bally's and $10 from a guy named Justin. Fantastic. <laughs> so and and a what a sweetheart. Win. What a sweetheart Justin is. He huh? was a sweetheart. Unbelievable. A nice First a su- rule of betting in Vegas, which I learned the hard way yesterday, never yeah. put the Kings w- to win in a parlay. No, no. no. Never. You can't do it. Even not with do points. It. They were getting Yeah, I mean, I was definitely. Three, p- and I thought. Three and a half, I think. I thought Bagley was going to, like, show out and really try to, like, uh, you know, get revenge on DeAndre Ayton for going first overall. And, uh. Again, like we said about both those centers, they both neither of them really did much creating for themselves. Yeah. 
And yeah. uh, and the, and then you know the Suns just had the best player on the court in Justin Jackson. Sure, sure. Or, uh, Josh Jackson. Sorry. Sure. Justin Jackson, another guy who played an entire season in the NBA and does not look. He kind of goes against the thing that we were saying. It's like you can see the guys who played a year and played well. You wouldn't know Justin Jackson. You wouldn't spent know that Justin league, Jackson a year in the league. Yeah, he spent a year in the league. He just didn't look like he didn't play that confidently no. or. Yeah, you know, there was it was a dearth of offense in that game. Chicago, Cleveland. Chicago, Cleveland. Um, what do we see here that we like? I think for you know, Matt, you want to talk Bulls? Uh, oh yes. All right, so you take the league there. Boy, oh boy, do I love Wendell Carter Jr. Oh man, I think of all the big men we've seen, mm-hmm. he looks like he knows Polished. what to do. Polished. Yeah. Let me ask Five you: Five blocks. Were you were you really high on him? coming into the draft when he was like projected as potentially the guy the Bulls would take were you excited about that what were your feelings I don't uh, you know my like wait and see approach on draft night I would have been very excited for the Bulls to take Michael Porter Jr. yeah only because it's like the flashy name yes and he's a scorer and all this sort of stuff like I, I think like had they done that, I would have been like, ooh, we don't know what we're getting. This is going to be exciting. It's going to be fun to watch this play right. out. I think you, like with Wendell Carter Jr., I knew that you know what you're getting with that player. Yeah. But that is like just solid. I think he had yeah. like 15, 9, and 5 blocks. Un- and you go uh, yeah. like, you know, if he, can tr- if he can in two years be doing that in the NBA, not the 5 blocks, obviously, but right. if he's getting like – two blocks a game right two and a half blocks a game and he's getting you like 16 you know and 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 hopefully some double digit rebounding nights like like if he becomes a double double machine yeah that's that's great you want you and he provides a rim protector to back up uh lowry legend yep you know someone who's there with his interior defense he's just an active guy I mean, he was all over the place, um, yeah. contesting shots. Uh, I was really impressed with him. And he, he hit really he, springy. Didn't he hit he a three really as well? Bouncy. Didn't he hit a three from the corner as well? Am I crazy? He did hit a three yeah. from the corner after he, like, tapped the rebound out towards right. three for himself. Right. right, right, right. I mean, he just looked confident. Polished. Polished. Wasn't afraid to be out there. No, and he's so young, and that's, like, that's it's rare. You know, I think yeah. what we're saying is, like, so many of these young guys look a it's like clueless. Yeah. He it's, might shake out as the one now maybe not better than Luca but no he could shake out as like one he's yeah. the least boomer bust prospect totally after Doncic yeah you know you see with these guys in summer leagues so much of it is just like a confidence issue like a lot of the guys are here to like basically yeah work on their game but really work on their confidence and he's one of the people where you're like oh that guy doesn't have confidence issues he's like ready to go knows he's good and is just going to dominate the floor when he's and playing. I feel like at halftime he read like I felt, I feel like at halftime he went yeah. in back and he was like, "Just read a book, guys. I just gotta, I, I gotta yeah. keep reading." You know, yeah, yeah. Let uh, me. Can I just get some quiet? He's working his way yeah. through Moby can Dick I, back there. Can I just yeah, get a little exactly. quiet? I'll be in the corner over here reading. The sound of the fury. Uh, anyone else that we saw on Chicago that we were excited about, Matt? Uh, Antonio Blake and he scored. A oh lot. yeah, yeah. You know, I think now he was a guy that that played in the league last year, right? He was the. Uh, G League Player of the Year. Yeah. I don't think they have an MVP, but he was like a G League Player of the Year. Averaged 32 points a game in the G League. Right. Um, everybody, all the Bulls diehard fans were were right. like, 
just really wanted him to get some run last year. Yeah. And Hoiberg kind of wouldn't do it and instead played another guy we saw in this game, Ryan Archidiacono. Right. Um, Ryan uh, Archidiacono looked like he had some uh, some spunk, some tenacity. <laughs> he is. He really he was said, playing his heart out. He is the Bulls' TJ McConnell. Yes. You know, he's a guy who comes off the bench. He's going to play gritty defense. Sure. And he's going to get you into your offensive sets. I mean, what he, I will say, there was like a moment when he was like taking dudes off the dribble, like towards the he, end of the game. Yes, like, you know? yes. <laughs> he kind of got pretty aggro. Yeah, uh, matched up against Colin Sexton. Yeah, and you know he's uh, he's just last year he played a lot of minutes for the Bulls, uh, and you know like as Jerry and Grant would sort of fall out of favor. Rest in peace, Jerry and Grant the Bull. Yep. Um, um. But uh, Archidiacono was so um, resistant to taking a shot that he was almost Rondo-esque in his dribbling. Yes. Blakeney will be Chris Dunn's backup, though, next year, right? What, say that again? Blakeney will be Chris Dunn's backup next year, though, right? I Maybe. don't know that that's true. I uh, think... You know, yes. the in The in-stadium... Announcer kept calling him. Uh, he, uh, he there was one. The it. first time that he scored, he said, uh, two point basket by Ryan Ark," <laughs> and he just stopped <laughs> because he realized he was not going to say that. Yeah, he he had the PA then, guy uh, really struggled then, uh, this weekend. Uh, Yaba, Yaba Sealy, yeah, uh, yep. on the on the and Semi Ojojale, Semi Ojojale, yeah, uh, and so with Ryan, he eventually landed on Ryan Archidiacomo. You're right. And there is, <laughs> and there and is a little no, flare. There's no M yeah. in his name. Now, I can say Archidiacono because I listen to Bulls radio broadcasts, and uh, I, they said it a lot last year. Right, right. Um, we so all learned Antetokounmpo. We can all learn Archidiacomo. Exactly. Archidigiano? Uh, yeah, Archie? I like I like a Kokomo. I think that's. <laughs> um, there was a player named a Coco, wasn't there? Yeah, a Como. It was like oh, Tococo. a Kobo. A Kobo. A Kobo, I think. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah. So I think uh, it, come regular season, yeah. we could see Ryan Archidiacono. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I feel like I forgot how to say Archidiacono. <laughs> Archidiacono. Uh, I forgot. He will most likely. I think he'll be the backup first because okay. Blakeney just shoots the ball too much. Yeah, I think for Fred Hoiberg to trust him putting the offense in his hands. Although I do think he could develop into a like Lou Williams style great player. And what player. about what about anyone on the Cavs, Nate? Yeah, uh, this is your team. Anyone you saw that you liked? I mean, I think coming out early, it's Colin Sexton, right? We like his energy. He plays with a little spunk, a little fire, slashing at the rim. My weed edible was in full effect <laughs> by this game. Yeah, couple okay. of beers, couple of beers. Had that winning of, bet with Justin next to me. A couple know. of pieces of chocolate yeah, and Mary Garner. Couple weed yeah. chocolates. Um, so you know, through the haze. Yeah, okay. Sexton, I thought looked looked promising. Right, uh, he looked he looked good to me. Hey, how about I was Anta Zizic? Zizic, he's the story. Zizic. Like this guy has been on the Cavs for a year now. They they barely played him last year. Yeah, and he was one of those dudes Dominant. that's like, I'm a man. Like yeah, you're man you're a little boys, but I'm a like a man man. And, yeah, uh, I mean, played he was really banging. Well he was banging underneath. Uh, he was 
doing a little throwing in little baby hook shots that were falling for him. Yep. Um, you know, he, he was the leading scorer uh, with 25 points. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think it's easy to see guys perform well in summer league and think that they're amazing. And right. then, you know, right. it doesn't always translate. But, you know, it was nice to see some fire out of him because um, Cleveland's going to need all the help they can get uh, this year. Sure. So I, I liked seeing him. Uh, I like seeing him bang bang around down there. So it was either him or a giant pink elephant. I couldn't quite. I wasn't exactly sure what was happening. But yeah, <laughs> thought you were going to leave that with. Uh, I like I like seeing him bang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get hammered at Japan burritos <laughs> last night. <laughs> um. All right. So my question for you guys is: so those so those are the games we saw yesterday. Thinking back on the weekend, the players that we saw, the, the different teams, who ha- is the team with the brightest young future that you saw that you're most impressed with? For me, it's I can't help but think that it's Phoenix. Um, Josh Jackson, I was I was just really impressed with Josh Jackson. And I think between him and Mikhail Bridges, you know, I know DeAndre Ayton looked a little out of place, but I got to believe that's going to come around. He's going to work some of that stuff out. Um, pair him with Devin Booker. And, you know, Marquise Chris, if he ever figures some some things out, I'm not holding out hope for Dragon Bender, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe the Suns will uh, turn the tide a little bit here this year. Yeah, I don't think the Suns will be nearly as bad as they were last year. Yeah. I mean, that, they were a disaster last year. Right. I feel like at least they'll, you know, put up some fun games. I think they'll be a fun team to watch. Any other young, fun roster squads that you guys are excited about? I mean, I felt like the, the Sixers game that we watched – on Friday, where uh, uh, Korkmaz dropped 40 points. That was pretty impressive. I'm curious yeah. to see if he can carve out a role coming off the bench in Philly. Feels like it. I mean, if, I feel like if he's your if he's your J.J. Redick backup, you know what I mean? He's going to provide you – I mean, who you know, we saw one game at Summer League. So, like, is he really this right. guy? Is right. he, like, a guy who can – Be that. Do 40 in an NBA game? I don't know. But right. I think uh, – yeah, I mean, the Sixers are going to be a lot of fun. Their young talent looks, you know, pretty capable in addition to the young talent that didn't need summer league right. reps. Uh, I also feel like, and this is pretty homery, but I do feel like the Bulls. The Bulls. The Bulls uh, have drafted well. You know, they had, uh, so Jerry and Grant now a an Orlando Magic Wow. Point guard. Yeah. Um, which, you know, everyone knows what that means. That means uh, campaign is actually going to be our first point guard off the bench because um, we're going to have a starting lineup of uh, Chris Dunn, Zach Levine, Justin Holiday, yeah. Lowry Markinen, and Robin Lopez. Wow. And mm. then coming off the bench, we got uh, Denzel Valentine. We got Wendell Carter Jr. We got Chandler Hutchinson. Yep. Got potentially David Nwaba if they can work out the contract. I mean, I think like not bad, uh, not bad depth. I yep. think they could. They're be coming around. A six seed. You know, like wow. I would say. Whoa. Hey man, they East are, is down. To me, to me, I think they're on par with the Bucks. You know, like. Well, the East is going to be pretty. Yeah, pretty bleak. Yeah, yeah like, I don't think be they'll thin. beat Boston. I don't think they'll beat no. uh, Philly or. Um, Toronto. 
or Toronto or Indiana. Right. Like, I think those are the top four teams. Lead clearly. dogs. Yeah. Miami will, of Miami, course, play well. Miami, Milwaukee. Wizzies. I don't know, man. I don't, Wizzies I don't always th- get in the playoffs somehow. They always get in the playoffs. and uh, Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I could see, like, the chemistry issues. Did the Pistons make a run? Exploding. Oh, yeah, the Pistons. Did the, did, did the Hornets figure anything out? No. No. Pistons, right. no. All right. I don't know about the I mean, just to piggyback on what you were saying there, uh, you know, it's summer league, but they played well as a team. Uh, Chicago, those, yeah, those guys. Um, Cleveland was favored in that game. Just to finish our Vegas thing, the yeah. Cleveland was favored. I think by one and a half was the spread. They they lost. Um, Chicago eighty six eighty one, but they played well. They distributed the ball. They made good decisions. Yeah, um, that that starting five summer league Chicago team. So. You know, the, at least they understand the system, and that they, you know, Chicago plays like a team, and they pass the ball, and yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it looks like they're they, those guys fit into that system. So I also it, forgot Bobby Portis off the bench. Bobby I mean, like, Portis right. on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Bulls, like, yes, there's no clear superstar there, but there's enough like functional rotational people that I think they could make the playoffs in the East. Yep. in the East, in the East. I do feel like you've got a bunch of trade assets on that Bulls team. Yeah. Because uh, they right now have, you know, five or six solid bench guys who could be a starter somewhere, right? Yeah, you hope that but who are you could, trading? could start somewhere. Like, who are you trading three of those? You know what I mean? It's like, I see what your point is. It's like, oh, f- five really strong, deep, competent NBA players who are on their bench. Yeah, trade them to a playoff team. For what exactly, though? Go go grab a go grab a point guard or for a, a three spot for a lot of yeah. If, if you're talking about if you're talking about for picks, if you're talking yeah. about like let's say it's uh, Houston, right? Exactly. So Houston's Houston like let's says, fortify the bench. We'll we'll flip you Ryan Anderson and a pick for Bobby Portis, pa- Bobby and Robin Portis. Lopez. Yeah, and you do it. Yeah, yeah. That that could work. That could work. All right, boys. So that's basically stuff on the court. Real quick, let's let's go off the court. Uh, Matt, can you give us an update on Dwayne? Uh, did you track down our security guard from day one, our courtside yeah. guy? So, uh, Dwayne, our courtside security guard, uh, he had told me that he would be in the same spot. Right. And so, throughout the day, I kept checking the spot. Right. And, you know, the Thomas and Mack Center is a large enough stadium that, you know, if you're sitting near the basket on one side, mm-hmm. you know, if someone's in the seats behind the other basket you can kind of make out who people are sure and so i'm looking at the guy directly below us we're in the same we're in a similar section seating right. wise and this guy is a Dwayne imposter yeah a he dead ringer has a yeah. ve- he has a very similar body yeah. shape a very similar head size sure a very similar haircut <laughs> yeah but when you get up close you can tell that's no Dwayne. that's not Dwayne. uh he doesn't have Dwayne's pockmarks you know yeah um <laughs> and so uh I'm looking, I'm scanning, right. you know, because all of the uh, security guards at the UNLV uh, center are basically wearing these bright yellow collared shirts, like uh-huh. polo shirts. So I'm scanning everybody in a yellow polo shirt going, could that be Dwayne? Could that be Dwayne? Could that be Dwayne? And I'm seeing very, the like, Budweiser Paul... Legends Lounge, which yeah. uh, if you're not familiar with that is, it was a $200 a day ticket right. that got you unlimited beer and food in the legend lounge in the legends lounge which was behind uh one of the baskets right and um i will say that there were not many legends (laughs) um i think i saw like four people in there at any 
given given point. point yeah but as I'm looking over there, I'm seeing like one guy on the stairs who looks similar to Dwayne. Dwayne-like, yeah. And I'm seeing another guy in the Legends Lounge who looks similar to Dwayne. Right. And so in order to uh, make Dwayne feel good, I'm a man of my word. I had said I was going to come find him and give him a little something. Yeah. So on the way in, we stop by a CVS. Sure. And I get Dwayne a $25 Fandango gift card. <laughs> Vegas, baby. <laughs> Dwayne, because treat yourself to a flick. Listen, I can't repay. Yeah. There's no way we can really repay the debt, as yeah. we said in the card. Right. Um, so now he can buy one ticket to a weekend <laughs> film. No, he can, That's Vegas, two tickets. It's got to be two tickets. Twelve fifty. Yeah, two, I think. Twelve fifty. Now. Yes. A matinee? Let him no, go. I mean, not if you're going to, like, the... But he's, like, you know, he's a local. Right. He's got a movie theater out in Henderson that he goes to. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Buy him two tickets at the Henderson. Yeah, AMC. exactly. Yeah. And what's... So, yeah, what's so Dwayne seeing? I also buy Dwayne a greeting card, a nice card, and uh, I'm going to tell you the card. On the front, yeah. it's a, a, a comic illustration, Sasquatch. Sure. Making a phone call at a payphone. Sure. Um, sure. And uh, one bird in a bush <laughs> says, oh, my God, I can't believe it. I see a Sasquatch. And the other bird says, oh, my God, I can't believe it. A payphone. Wow. And then when you open up the inside, it says, I hope your day is full of surprises. Yeah. 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 So, you know, Dwayne had given us the surprise of a century sure. by putting us courtside. Yeah. And um, so I thought it's an apropos card. If that if that card were were a player being drafted in the NBA draft, where would it go? What round does that card go in? First overall, it's the DeAndre Ayton of cards. I mean, yeah, it's a strong card. It's yeah. a strong card. I don't know. I might let it fall. It didn't fall. say happy birthday. It didn't say congratulations. Yeah. It didn't say thank you. This is it the sort of card you give. Full of surprises. You I mean, give to a security guard a, that yeah. really changed your life. Finding a card you could give to a security guard for <laughs> doing something nice to you know that that's not a typical Hallmark category. So I think uh, yeah. Props to Hallmark. Props it's a for niche finding, card, and they knew we needed it. Props to Hallmark. They knew we needed it. Props to Hallmark. Did you guys talk? clips on the uh, first podcast no but we could talk yeah. a little clips no, There's we'll, we'll talk about it we'll talk about it yeah what'd you Let see me that finish you like my Dwayne story yeah hello okay of oh. course yeah so uh later in the day it's sort of like midway through uh the bulls and the Cavs, which was our last game of the day yeah i say i'm gonna go just make sure that those two guys aren't Dwayne. and i get over there <laughs> i get halfway down the steps towards the legends lounge yeah. and it's boom it's Dwayne. sure enough sure enough so the first security guard stops me like I'm some sort, of, some sort of asshole who's not carrying a card for his friend and says, uh, you know, what are you doing? And I said, uh, I'm actually here to see Dwayne. And Dwayne looks up, gives me a big smile. Yeah. The guy says, you know this guy? And Dwayne's like, That's come on down. Yeah. Come yeah. on down into the Legends Lounge. Yeah. You're a legend. You legend. Really <laughs> what you legend. Come here. You legend. Get in here. Yeah. This is where you belong, yeah. legend. And... Um, so I walk down. I say hello to Dwayne. He goes, where you been all day? And I said, I've been waiting where, for you. Where have I been? I've been waiting for you in my old seats. Yeah, come on. You know? What kind of a question is that? Uh, I'm sleepless in Seattle over there. <laughs> and uh, he says, uh, he asks if we we're going to be there today, yeah. Sunday. I yeah. said, no. I said, listen, we got your little card. And he said, oh, that's very, very kind. I appreciate you're a man of your word. Yep. He said, I'll talk to the guard over there, see if I can get you guys courtside again. But we were already basically yeah. on our yeah. way out the door. Yeah. Um, I said, thank you, Dwayne. It was a pleasure. We shook hands. We said goodbye. 
Uh, I saw him. I went back to our seats on the other side. I sure. saw him open the card. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's hard to it's hard to know exactly because mm-hmm. we were so we were yeah. the length of a basketball court uh-huh. and then some across from each other. Uh-huh. But I'm pretty sure I saw him smile. Fist pump. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw him smile. Uh, saw his face light up with delight and amazement. Yeah. yeah. Just thinking what, about the possibilities. What film is is Dwayne going to be seeing? Any 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 uh, guesses on what Dwayne w- will be checking out this weekend? Upgrade, maybe that upgrade movie. The oh, upgrade that guy's movie. body is a computer, is a machine. Is there an Avengers that, that currently in theaters? That, that does ninja fighting for him? Uh, there's uh, Infinity Wars, right? Infinity Wars That's still out. Wars. Dwayne doesn't feel like an Infinity Wars no. guy to me. No, no. What no. kind of a uh, yeah, Jurassic World. Probably Jurassic it. World. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could see him World. as a rom-com guy, though. Yeah, you know, I could so see like that. Ocean's Eight, maybe. Oh, even, you know? yeah. Ocean's Eight. Dwayne is not seeing Ocean's Eight. Dwayne is definitely seeing Ocean's Eight. Yeah, he's, he's definitely Ocean's seeing Ocean's Eight. He's a sweetheart. Eight, if you talk to him, yeah, he had a he's very much softer than you he, realize. Lucas. He had a. Uh, uh, Dwayne he, is seeing Jurassic World: uh, Fallen Kingdom. You make him out to be this gruff, tough guy, but he's a money on it. I'll bet that he goes to see Ocean's He's, he's a total no, sweetheart. I yeah, I should have gotten, gotten his, his email because I was yeah. like, well, if we come back next year, I'm sure Dwayne's. We'd love to link this up. This is the other thing I discovered. He's in the Legends Lounge. Yeah. And Dwayne is not uh, really doing much guarding of anything. He's walking around. He's chit-chatting to all the legends. He's he's taking their photo. Yeah. And he and I was like, oh, I think Dwayne's in charge. No, he's definitely in charge. I I he's some he's sort of a manager. Of like yeah. All the guards. Supervising you know? manager. He's a yeah. supervising manager. Yeah. He's he's you know he Jack has, Cooley twenty years later. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He was once a Cooley. Yeah. He was once. He was a once a Cooley. Yeah. He yeah. went to Notre Dame. Absolutely. Uh, Lucas, did you want to talk clips real quick? Anything no, you want to throw out? I don't need talk about him. I thought I did think their young guys look good though. I thought Shay and Sundarius Thornwell were okay. impressive to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually think they're not going to be as bad as everyone says. I agree. I agree. Uh boys, anything in summary, anything we want to any final thoughts uh Vegas Vegas 2018 I think was a total success. It was a lot of fun. Uh no one needs to come back to Vegas <laughs> until next year. Um I'm going to delete the craps app off my phone. Delete the craps app off the phone. I'm tired of working on craps strategies. Fantastic. Real quick though, yeah. our crap strategies. What did we what did we, it was the iron cross the iron and cross. the three-point so three molly, point three iron cross molly. and yeah. 22 inside. Uh, 22 inside, right? Those are And what what did, what did we feel like worked the best? Uh I think the three-point molly worked the best. Yeah, it worked pretty good. Um I had the most success with three-point molly last night. On our uh, silly cheap craps machine, yeah, and uh, I came out eight dollars ahead for the weekend. Well, nice. Matt, Nate, Lucas, maybe I'll have you guys on at another point to talk crap strategy <laughs> later in the summer. Lucas, how far away are we from Los Angeles? Well, the truth is, we got caught up in a bunch of traffic, and I think we've pushed our arrival time about 30 45 minutes oh wonderful wonderful i think we're about two hours and 45 minutes away all right great all right so let's come up with two and a half hours more (laughs) podcast keep this going (laughs) i'm gonna read chapter one of my radio drama Uh, oh what's it called Dwayne goes to see jurassic world fallen kingdom (laughs) Dwayne sees jurassic world all right boys thanks for hopping on the pod it was a lot of fun tuesday night in (laughs) july it begins Uh, Thanks for hopping on the pod. Vegas uh, Summer League was a lot of fun. 
I will touch I will touch base with you guys over the course of the summer as uh, NBA offseason continues to unfold. Garlic boys! Garlic boys! Garlic boys! All right, that was the conversation with Nate Williams, Lucas Kavner, and Matt Hobby. The Garlic boys, boys, thanks for taking a couple minutes on your on, on the ride back to talk. My name's Chris Wendelkin. This is On The Line. You can tweet at me at OnTheLine underscore pod and on Instagram at OnTheLinePod. You can email me any sort of your questions at OnTheLinePod at gmail.com. Uh, enjoy Vegas Summer League. Enjoy the offseason. Enjoy free agency. And I will talk to you guys next week. Before you bring us to rain.